Born free, yeah. as free as the wind blows. Walking out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy. There you go. That's very lovely. Yeah. You could have been Matt Monroe if he hadn't been <laughs> Matt Monroe. The job wasn't already taken. No, I'm too tall. He wasn't a big fellow, was he? He wasn't. Died at the Cornwall Hospital. Actually, you're talking about Ian Hendry. Yeah. I meant what I meant to say before we got Matt Monroe up. Yeah. Um, he was in the original Avengers. Ian Hendry, was yeah, he? he? But there was always something a bit seedy about him, wasn't there? Yes. So... Apparently his biography is... Are we going in here or yeah. there? Yeah. His biography is hair-raising, apparently. He his Ian Hendry's yeah, biography? Yeah, really. I want to read it. A lot it. going on, yeah. And uh, are there multiple different biographies of Ian Hendry, I or is there I don't believe one? so. I think there's just. I think it might be an autobiography. Wow, but I he want was quite, to um, read it. Quite the. Do uh, with that series on BBC, the, the Lotus Eaters, him and Wanda Ventham. They were like two re two retired B uh, sort of British spies in the middle of nowhere, and 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 their past operations. People kept sort of. Popping up and popping trying to up. pop them off. <laughs> popping up and popping off, yeah. <laughs> right. God, I remember a thing on television called The Lotus Eaters, but I don't know how you can possibly recall it because I'm a little bit older than you. And I only remember the fact that there was a thing called The Lotus Eaters. I not, don't remember watching it yeah. at all. Yeah, I don't good. remember seeing anything in it. Well, I remember Wanda Ventham in it more probably because I think if things had been different, Wanda and I could have had quite a how different a would they have had to be? Do you think? Um, well, I mean, if things had been different, I could have been ben Benedict Cumberbatch's dad. <laughs> Why? Because you knew his mum. Well, you know, just saying. Right. She'd have met me. Well, it's also interesting to look, isn't it? Because they've, because they've fenced off bits and put gates and things in. Yeah. Uh, and what are they? Are they gardens of remembrance, where you're not supposed to take your dog? I don't know. They've. I think they're bit by bit turning it into a. More of a formal garden, layout, rather than just come here and kick a ball about. Well, that's a posh bench over there. You wouldn't want somebody kicking a ball at that, would you? No. Mind you, it's all the rage now, football. Oh, God. The Lionesses. Since the Lionesses, yep. It's all the rage. I've sent you that uh, clip of the Mancunian uh, gentleman. It's a clip from the Manchester Evening News of a few years ago who tried to set up the lingerie league. Oh, yes. Female yeah. lingerie, which <laughs> was met with a lot of, I have to say, a lot of resistance. Oh, what's that really? And not a little opprobrium. Yeah. Bowling alley for playing nine pins. 
One way of playing this fashionable game was to knock down as many pins as possible with a ball the only in way, the fewest it? number of throws. <laughs> what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? How's your dog getting on? Oh, he's great, actually. Um, he, uh, I don't know, it's as though he can't believe his luck that he's not full of screws and nails and running up and down a railway line avoiding like the owner. trains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's brilliant. He's, uh, you know, he, in the morning, I know when he wakes up because I hear him shake his yeah. head. And it's usually about half past five. Yes. And he basically lies there in bed, holding it all in until I eventually surface. And if I decide to go to the loo early and go back to bed, he always gets out of the bed expectantly. And I have to say, get back in your bed, it's too early. Yeah. And he does, he just gets wow, back in his bed. So it's great. He's great. He did, had a little accident with a little wee the other day in the house. I looked at him very sternly and he crawled like this oh. in shame. Poor fella. You seen you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have a sit down? Yeah, it's a very good idea. Let's have a sit down here where we can see the river. You know, I've been thinking about that, that vet on television. What, the Irish vet? The Irish vet. Who re does an incredible job of rebuilding animals as if it's plumbing. Well, that's my issue. What, what is your issue? Come on, tell me. Well, obviously, it's quite expensive to have all that work done on an animal, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm not casting aspersions upon his <laughs> yeah. professionalism or his ethics. Yeah. But I just wonder if, like when I go to the vets with my cat, we all sit around there and I've got Wilbur's in the old box there and someone, yeah. what have you got? Oh, I've got a dog, you know, oh, yeah. And yeah. Everyone's got their animal. They all sit there quietly. Yeah. yeah. But when you see pictures of, or maybe, or maybe, but his waiting room, all the animals, most of the animals in the waiting room, they've all got like wheels on them, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> and sort of bits of plumbing and, and you know, uh, half a skateboard nail to them and things like that. <laughs> And you think, you know, you take your dog in and you say, well, you know, he's, he's got a bit of a cough or something like that. And he goes, hmm. He might look quite nice with a set of wheels on. If we could do that. He says, no, just, just the cough. It's just the cough I'm trying to sort out. Well, the wheels might help, help him out. Might clear his throat or something. No, can we not put wheels on? You know, or you've got a parrot who's, you know, losing his feathers. What about some casters on him? <laughs> No. Can you just sort him out, you know? And you think they you think they'd be all sat around in the, in the you know, the, oh, I've taken, you know, you go into my vets and everyone's sat around with animals, but you go into their, their waiting room, you know. So you think they'd all look at each other and go, well, how come all, all our animals need wheels? Why has he done that? You know, I think they'd twig eventually, wouldn't they, you know? I'm 20 grand lighter and my dog's on wheels.
those girls haven't quite got how to row a boat yet, have they? As well, they, the one in the middle is the mum. As they go into that bloke on a kayak. She, oh, oh God, she's come off the seat. Oh no, she had a complete collapse. These lads are good, aren't they? Look. Ooh. But I hope everyone's aware that there is no river in the UK that has been designated safe to swim in by the, I think it's the National Rivers Authority, if that's still going. Is that because the water firms are all dumping yeah. sewage in now. But even prior to that, there's the, the, it's very easy to so, pick stuff up. So we're returning to the... So sometime soon, it'll, there'll be a great stink, won't there? Yes, there will. have to close Parliament. That's oh, right. Oh, look at that nice chap. He looks, he looks so unathletic. Like he's been made to do that. Sicken me people like that. People who don't... I can really Who aren't at the peak of their physical prowess. He's, I have no time for him. He's just, he's been ordered on to that thing. Look, look. Who, who by, do you think? He's been up by his stepfather, his angry stepfather. Oh, the guy who's on his knees in tears. Yeah, he's on his knees in tears now. Oh, That would have been me if there'd been such a thing. Yeah. That's Rivers. Um, so, the, when I was at junior school, our headmaster, who I look back and I think what an enlightened man he was, uh, Mr. Osborne, um, he uh, used to hire two or three coaches. I imagine it was probably about three coaches. And they would all, we'd, we'd all go, all the kids in the school were taken out for the day to the countryside. And so we were in, near Crystal Palace and the bit of countryside we were taken out to was, na is now just the other side of the M25. So it wasn't very far. Um, and uh, you know everybody had to have a packed lunch, but the teachers had some under the counter packed lunches for the kids who didn't get given anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and quite a lot of kids were going to school in uh, ex-army shorts and plimsolls. So, you know, it was not, uh, let's say it wasn't an affluent area. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> we went down Rygate, Rygate, that's right, Rygate. We went down and there was a big park in Rygate with a boating lake. Ah. And the water was only probably about a foot deep because you could see all the weed and everything. And uh, we all, they, the school paid. And I think it was three people to a boat or something. And all went out, we had a bit of a row around. And then we came back. And um, other people would go out for a bit of a row around and we'd have our picnics. And we'd get back in the coaches and come back. And his thing was that he knew that about a third of the kids that went through that school would never see the countryside, yeah. would never yeah. see a cow, would never see a sheep. And it was, it was a sort of like, none, if, I, if we don't do it, yeah. these yeah. kids are never going to see it. And um, my God.
What should we do for lunch? Well, I think we should do what no one expects us to do. It's now half one. Uh, we could walk. Let's stroll down Church Street and see if there's a, a spare seat. There might be. Church Stroll down Church Street. Did I ever tell you when I was um, <clears throat> working in a school once? <clears throat> they had two kids arrived at the school from more or less straight from Heathrow. Yeah. Twin girls. Uh huh. And they'd be about. Eight, nine, and they're from Albania. Oh. And they'd just, they'd just been, I think they might have been settled in the morning or something. It was the days when there was accommodation for people, you know? Yeah. So I was in the, in, in the school doing something. Yeah. I won't call it teaching. And uh, these two girls were sort of standing there looking a bit lost and yeah. blinking. But the big star in one of the stars, in uh, one of the few Western stars in Albania was Norman Wisdom. That's right. He was a big star, wasn't he? Yeah, Norman Pitkin. Wisdom. Pitkin. And I said, who are these two? You know, and they said, oh, this is, so, so you know, gave them the names. They're from Albania. I said, oh gosh, right, right. And we're, we're waiting to try and source somebody who speaks Albanian. Oh, right, because so they, the, the poor things. Yeah. Couldn't. I had no idea what anybody was saying. Yeah, and I think the parents had gone oh, to get, uh, sort out the accommodation or something, and they were just sort of standing there looking a bit lost. So they're refugees then? Yeah. So, uh, so I said, and the, the people were saying, hello, are you all right? I can't remember their names. Anyway, and they were going, like, yeah, looking a bit tearful and a bit lost. And I, knowing they were from Albania, <laughs> said, Norman Wisdom, and they looked at me, and I said, Pitkin, and they both started laughing and cheered up immediately. <laughs> and the, the woman at the school said, what's, what's just happened here? You know, why have you said Norman wisdom to these children who can't speak English? And they immediately cheered up. You know? <laughs> That's said, brilliant. That's a brilliant story. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I tried all the other names, Max Bygraves. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant, brilliant yarn. <laughs> Walking Out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy. With music by Liam Grundy. A Fruit People production.